one and it saves the, it saves the own. I can see you now, Eamon. Three, two, one, now. Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Thursday the 5th of January. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. I'm joined this week by my regular guests, Eamon Donnelly and Carl Osborne, better known as Ozzy. How are you? Hello. And uh, the return of the Messiah himself, <laughs> Brandon Boyle, Erin <laughs> Isle's finest. How are you, Brandon? <laughs> all good, lads. All good. Nice to see you all again. As I say, at the end of the day, there's one issue I have to deal with first. Uh, I was never dropped in my career until uh, 91. And uh, uh, Terry Nail and Don Hell wouldn't have dropped me, but you did, Jonathan. And uh, I'm not pleased with it. I'm not pleased with it at the end of the day. This is the fifth time Eamon has walked into his team. 722 games and uh, for the club. Uh, and uh, now I'm back walking as an after dinner speaker and uh, I'll be dealing with you. <laughs> I hear sacked in the morning echoing behind me. <laughs> no problem. Eamon is standing in for Craig um, tonight, so um, I appreciate Eamon is always coming on. Stand there for Steve Bold. <laughs> Steve Morrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, as always, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel and uh, follow us on Instagram, where as always, Martin Stoneville will add daily content. And uh, once again, thanks to Martin who edits this when we're finished and has it up online within 20, less than 24 hours. So um, thanks, for, thanks to Martin and follow his own podcast as well. Um, which should be, I think, when if the women are playing, I think they're playing fairly soon, so we should have one up next week, I think. Um, but in the meantime, listen to us. Um, also, thanks to our sponsor, clubgolf.co.uk. Um, they have got retro gear, uh, re- retro golf gear, and used the uh, Dub Arsenal 10 for a 10% discount. Uh, as always, you can catch on our matches in the Dublin Arsenal Supporters Club Bar, the River Bar in Dublin City Centre. So if we're about, we're hoping to get Aussie there sometime in this year <laughs> um last week's stats lads are from sunday really um 75 views and 12 likes and we're up to 2790 subscribers Amazing. so going in the right direction and um i hate to take all the credit so thanks very much <laughs> <laughs> i just hope it's my good looks that carry the show no definitely not <laughs> and not a complete tribe Move, move on next feature <laughs> as you can see Karen and Ozzy have headed to for their P45 so last man standing Brendan <laughs> let's hope you behave yourself <laughs> as you can see we're all wearing black and we're in mourning because we drew nil-nil on Tuesday evening against Newcastle we'll be reviewing that one in the next few moments and also previewing our FA Cup tie against Oxford United be the first time we're playing them since February 2003 uh, that was the last time in the FA Cup when Dennis Bergkamp scored his 100 goal for the club. Uh, that'd be Monday, January 9th on ITV at 8 is the kickoff there. Um, so we kick on, as always, into uh, Tuesday's review of the Ninnil home draw against Newcastle United. Um, it's hard to say a disappointing result. I think it's a point gained rather than a point lost, you know. Um, and Ketty's miss... At the end, when Pope did save well with his with his leg, but um, the surely would have won us the game. And I think there was two VARs. I think we're done to mention 
the Paul and Bourne on Gabriel from the corner should have been a stonewall penalty. And also the one at the end, I think, should have been with Man Morphy stuck his arm out 50-50. But if that was against us, I think it would have been given. So that's my opinion on it. I'll come to um, Eamon, as always. Um, your take on Tuesday's nil all draw, Eamon? OK, well, the, the first thing I'd suggest, I mean, even even what you said there, Jonathan, is interesting. And we're all wearing black as if we're in mourning. We need to kind of get out of that mode. That's not a criticism of yourself, Jonathan. It's just that it, it, it kind of um, accentuates a mindset that's developed. I just want to draw your attention to the Invincibles. Played 38, 126, drew 12, lost zero. <clears throat> drew 12, lost zero. One of the ones I was at that season, because I didn't get over much that season, because, you know, it was much harder to get tickets and didn't have, you know, as much disposable income as I would now because of different time in life and all yeah. of that. On the one game I did get to at home was a nil-nil draw against Fulham. Where we had 28 shots and that Burke that played for Man United, the Dutch guy, uh, Edwin van der Sar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he just saved everything, you know. Um, and I remember going away from that game, really, really um, kind of thinking, Jesus, there's, you know, you've got, to, you've got to understand you can't win every game. Nobody's won every game. So I thought that some of the, the reactions on our own podcast thread were, almost a smacking of desperation. We all need to calm down. And I think the reason why I'm saying that is I think the team didn't calm down. I think the team overheated a little bit. Uh, Newcastle, um, Mickey was saying that, you know, Newcastle didn't come to play that way, but they ended up playing that way and credit to us. I actually think they did come to play that way. They yeah. came, they came to, they're a big, strong team. But let me tell you something about them. They will trouble everybody up to and including Manchester City. They will trouble everybody. They are physical, they're well coached, right? And they're at it, and their attitude is on. And I thought we were the better team. Uh, it didn't go our way. On another day, they could have nicked the goal and it would have been very, very hard to peg back. So from that point of view, um, first v third, it's not a catastrophe, um, but it was a disappointment. That's the first thing. Um, but I think that the team didn't stay calm. The second thing, and uh, myself and Brendan kind of had this conversation on the tread. I didn't think we helped ourselves, but you can't double up on two wingers. You can't. It's just not possible. If you double up on two wingers, well, then the centre is open and Martin Odegaard picks out Eddie Nketiah all day long. Right? Yeah. So you can only double up on one at a time. And I thought that we were slow to move, if, if Bukayo Saka is doubled up on, well, then Martinelli is where you need to get the ball to, and quickly. And I just thought we were slow to do that, you know? And maybe that was kind of um, because of the tension. Of the it was very tense. It really, really was very tense. So I thought, we, I thought the one thing we could have improved on um, was, was uh, you know, getting the ball in, in, into, into wide areas quicker when it was clear. I thought Saka... For the, the treatment that he got was unbelievable, you know, for the treatment that he got. Um, but as I, as I said, Newcastle will trouble everybody. Um, I don't think we need to panic. Uh, it's um, another clean sheet, you know. Um, we weren't really, really troubled that much. They had one or two kind of opportunities. Uh, the penalty calls, I'll give you my view. 
I'm sure everybody has a view on this. Um, I read Dermot Gallagher today, right? And he was saying, oh, what a, I mean, what a, I mean, a school teacher. There's no, no school teachers on the show, no. Any school teachers among the viewers, right? Saying that the first one, uh, Dan Byrne, uh, if it's a free, if it happens outside the box, you give a free kick. But if it happens inside the box, that's not the rules of the game. And that's no, a fun I, I heard that game. as well today. That's not the, that's not the rules of the game. The rules of the game is if you foul somebody, it's either a free, or if it's in the box, it's a penalty. Yeah. That was a penalty all day long, and the entire panel, including Les Ferdinand, yeah. was yeah. for yeah. So he was very sanguine about it. He said that is a penalty all day yeah. long. I cannot understand how VAR didn't get involved in that, right? Even with Howard Webb and his kind of um, light touch, don't interfere too much. You have to interfere in that because he's ripped the jersey off his back and he stopped him from getting at the ball. More importantly, it's not just he pulls him down, he stopped him from getting at the ball. The handball, I don't think, was a penalty. And I, I know you say, Jonathan, it would have been given against us. And if it hadn't been, we'd have been all sickened because we wouldn't have thought it was a penalty. And that's my view. So look, yeah. um, dust ourselves down, move on. Uh, probably a good thing that we're playing in the cup in the meantime. And um, you know, we're top of the league, folks. You know, we're, we're, yeah. we're in a good place. You know, so that's my view. You know, yes. Um, the Leeds is top with forty-four points, um, and Newcastle still the best defensive record in the league. So. It could have, in fairness, probably did have an all written all over, but um, they came to frustrate us like they did at St James's back in May when they won 2 and they done it again. Just that, it was the only time this season that we didn't score a goal, so yeah, hats off. Nick, Nick Pope uh, is a good goalkeeper as well, so they, they're they're a strong, tough team, Newcastle, and uh, they'll pose every top team a threat, I'm sure, to the end of the season. Uh, Brandon, welcome back to the show. Uh, as Thank I said, you. your take on Tuesday's nil all draw. Well, as as Eamon was saying there, we had a little bit of WhatsApping going on after the game, and the thing that I noticed with Newcastle is they they had doubled up on our two wingers every time they got the ball, but definitely we were so slow getting that ball across. It was going backwards and forwards, wasn't getting anywhere. Way too slow, yeah. and I and I think one of the things I noticed, I thought Thomas Party and Jacker came into it more in the second half were excellent. But Martin Odegaard, I thought, had pushed up way too close to Eddie Nketiah, mm. cut himself out of the game completely. And that's our sort of, that that's our spark of inspiration. If he's not doing anything, he was trying a few Hollywood passes. Yeah, He's not doing anything. The wingers are doubled up on. Eddie Nketiah was doing as good as he could against two big, very, very good defenders. Odegaard, I think, lost it a little bit there. But credit to Newcastle, I have to say, because I think from the game we played them previously where they beat us 2-0 over at their place, since then, they've been absolutely fantastic. And I looked, somebody put up something, some stats on the team of the actual calendar year, the league of the calendar year, and they're in fourth place. Yeah. So they've they've been coming along. They've got a really good manager. But I was disappointed. I'm, you know, a point gained, definitely. But after the start we had, we just completely ran out of ideas, which is why I, I mentioned Odegaard. Um, but it all depends. If Chelsea win tonight, we're eight points clear still. 
and it's an extra point than we were previously. Um, so fingers crossed we're in relation to that game. But the penalties definitely agree with what everyone's saying on the Dan Byrne one. And I saw Dermot Gallagher today and I just thought it was ridiculous. He's just trying to make a headline for himself as far as I was concerned. But a foul's a foul wherever it is. And there's actually, in re- in relation to the second penalty, the second penalty call, there's a view from the, someone's taken from the North Bank and it just looked like he's gone diving in with his arms up. The second defender behind him has his hands behind his back. Now, I know if you're going in for a slight tackle, your arms automatically come up, but that's a penalty for the last 30 seasons. Yeah. And I, th- I think, you know, okay, it would have been harsh to be given, but that penalty is given all season, all day long, all day long, all, all across the leagues. That's a penalty. You see them everywhere. So I was disappointed with that one. And, you know, it's um, it was disappointing, but we live to fight another day and we go again. So, and as I say, eight points clear, we'd have all bitten our hands off for it at the start of the season. So fingers crossed it doesn't, we don't, you know, we don't lose our heads or anything. And next game against Spurs, so. Yeah, it's a, that, 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 that is a valuable point, you know, we've, the only other game we've drawn is Southampton, the one all. And we only dropped mm-hmm. the other times we dropped was United, which <laughs> again is Martinelli's goal. So I think we would have went on to win that game, you know. Um, yeah, we haven't played bad in any game, really. So. Do you think uh, before I come to you, Ozzy, um, Brandon? Do you think Jesus was a big miss uh, on Tuesday? Do you think he could have been the game changer if he was playing? It's hard to say. Um, I think he's a far more intelligent player than Eddie and Kessier. Not saying that Eddie played bad, but Sometimes you need a little bit of cuteness against these guys. He wasn't really getting into spaces and showing himself. Now, I have to say, in the first half, he was he was making space and he was calling for the ball and he wasn't getting it. Yeah. Like there's there's an, there's an instance there where um, I can't remember who played Jacker in and he slid it out into the side netting. Eddie and Ketty was unmarked at the far post. Martinelli, Brendan. Was yeah. it Martinelli? Yeah. Martinelli. yeah. If Martinelli had played that ball to Nketiah instead of Xhaka... Uh, yeah, it was an open goal. So yeah. if I know it's something that I picked up on. He doesn't seem to be getting the ball as much as someone like Jesus would be getting the ball. He comes so, pretty deep, doesn't he? He, he does to... come. He does come deep sometimes. But even when he's up front, he's not getting. He's not getting the ball as as often as I think he should be. Now, whether that's players don't have confidence in him, I yeah. don't know. Could be. It could be uh, anything. I think, but... Brandon, I think Brendan, it's, it's more. It's more to the fact that. We tended to play that kind of diagonal ball to the wide areas to yeah. Saka and Martinelli more so that they're more of a magnetic lure to give. No, no, I, you know, I, I know, I know what you're saying there. And that, that those, those balls are always going out wide, but these are balls that are going in through the middle. He's got op- He's the option to go in through the middle, and and a lot of these passes are being played into the middle. They're just not being played to him in the middle. Yeah, I thought uh, it's just it's just a little observation. So. Yeah. Um, Ozzy, what did you make it to him? <laughs> my, my opinion is going to be slightly different on some of these, but, um, which is good. Which is good. Firstly, I'll mention the black shirts rather than mourning the two the two points trouble. We'll just create ourselves like we love the Ashburton Army, but like an older older version from Wish or something. Like that. They all wear black, don't they? A more handsome version. Well, but but no, look, it was it, it, it was a real it was a real tough game. I think we said you know on the pod preview for that. We, 
it's going to be a tough game. They're not second in the league. For, for you know, they're playing well. They're playing well, hmm. and and I'm going to sort of reiterate the fact that my Mikel Arteta said about you know they came and set up for that's not the way they play. They came up and set up for a draw, which I think is the biggest compliment. And actually, okay. Merson commented on this and saying there's going to be a lot of teams looking at Arsenal now and come and do that, and we've got to, we've got to find a way of beating them. Um, and that's exactly you know that, that Paul Merson made a really good point there. Um, like Eamon said, we are going to have draws. It's going to happen. Um, you don't see Man City fans melting down as much about a one-all draw at home for Everton. You know, I'd, I'd much rather draw one-all to Newcastle or sort of nil-nil, <laughs> nil-nil Newcastle than, than than draw Everton at home. But it's going to happen. Um, this is a tough league, and it, you know, I wouldn't say it's a bump in the road. It's just a point gained. Um, and I look at it as a bit of collective as well. I look at if you put Brighton and the Newcastle game together. You'd have probably taken four points from that at the start of it all. So, yeah. so, so let's look at it like that as well. Um, you know, it does happen. Um, yes, frustrating. I thought um, we we came out of the blocks really. Those first opening ten minutes, I thought, was, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna absolutely you know if we got an early goal there. And yeah, yeah. It looked like it looked that way. I felt pretty confident, and then um, they slowly got into their groove and and back to their game plan, which um, I'm absolutely sure they but they they it took them ten minutes to get going. Um, but um, there was a few battles on the pitch which I thought were quite good. I thought um, Ben Ben White I thought had a particularly good game against Joel Linton. He's a, he's a difficult player to play against. I thought he had a really good game, um, and that battle in the first half was absolutely fantastic to watch. Yeah. I thought the back four kept Callum Wilson quite quiet as well. We said about him before it was a danger, and I thought they dealt with him quite well. So let's um, I'm going to give credit to Newcastle. They defended well. You can't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that it was all about Arsenal because actually. I thought that was one of the best defensive displays I've watched all season on, on, on in the Premier League. Um, and, and let's give them credit for that. And I think Eddie Howe's done a great job there. Um, going to talking about Eddie and Ketia, um, there was a couple of moments I thought he was fantastic. There was one where in the first half where he rolled Sean about the halfway line. Yeah. Um, went on an amazing run, slipped it into Xhaka, who should have scored or hit the target at least. Yeah. Um, I expected I expected a goal from that. I really did, mm-hmm. and that for me showed that Eddie's got a bit more than just his striker. He, he did. A bit, if we, Jesus would have been doing that, would have been talking about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel because it's Eddie, we, we probably don't, you know, because he showed strength. He rolled a strong defender. He played against two of the best, hardest, I say best, hardest centre halves in the league. Um, and I thought he'd done well. And again, his turn and his shot in the second half from Eddie and Ketia, he could not do any more than that. Really, he really couldn't have done any more. He's a fantastic, he's a world-class save from Pope. And he'd done everything right. Um, you know, and and yeah, that, that ball didn't go in, but you know, he's a fantastic shot and, and cracking goalkeeping. Um, I thought they tried to bully us. I think I said in the pod, in in the thread, in our WhatsApp thread, but I like the fact that we didn't roll over. Um, when I think probably this time last season we showed we were a bit when when teams came to to sort of Try and bully us. I, I, I feel well, sometimes we, we fell short, and I, I thought we actually we, we reacted to that. Um, yeah, we we didn't lose. Uh, I, I took quite a few positives from that. Um, you know, yeah, it, it, it was a point gained in my eyes, and um, just move on to the next one. And um, yeah, I say we've got the North London derby coming up as next prem game. We've got a game against Oxford in between. Uh, the interesting one is like when we do go to the previews, who's going to start up front against Oxford? That's a, that's an interesting question to ask. But um, but yeah, um, for me, for me, point gained. Um, as for the penalties, uh, just briefly covering that, um, kind of w- w- um, with the fact that I, that that shirt pull definitely a pen. But the 
it's a 50 50. I thought it'd be the soft penalty for her giving a handball, personally. personally. That's just my opinion. But, um, but yeah, I'm saying certainly. The, it's the, all the shirt. <laughs> yeah, the shirt pull, the shirt pull for me was, was 100%. Um, yeah. How that can't be given. And I think we'll read in six months' time when uh, they, they say VAR should have intervened, just like they did with the Martinelli when they came out and made said they'd made an error. Um, I think we'll hear that story in a couple of months as well, where, you know. Um, when, they, when they think we've forgotten about it and we still haven't because it still cuts deep we're still talking about it every time <laughs> but, um, but yeah but, um, <laughs> that's, 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 that's where we're at in terms of them um, overall great defensive play by Newcastle so credit to them for that and and you know we, di- we didn't get caught on a set piece and we got to look at that and they didn't grab a goal from us either so let's look, let's take a positive from that yeah. um, we got a point and, and, and let's move on yeah but you're just on, I'm just on the second penalty I mean Look, it's no surprise that we didn't get it. We haven't been getting decisions since the night of authorities. No. Like, I mean, Brian Clough said about the Invincibles, nobody likes the Arsenal, but you have to marvel at the football they play. Yeah. That tells you a lot. The Referees Association is northwest of England enclave. They don't like us. They don't like us, you know? Um, we were the Bank of England authorities. We've, we've all that history. But what I would say to you is this. I don't think it was a penalty. If I was playing football and it had been given against me, I'd go crackers. But just as you were talking there, Ozzy, I remember we were away at Old Trafford a number of years ago and Gael Clichy slid along the ground and the ball hit his arm as it was going as it was being crossed i mean he slid along the ground i mean what are you going to do when you're sliding along the ground where is your arm going to be unless you're doing bobsleigh you know your arm is going to be on the ground and it hits his arm and man you know to get a penalty and beat us one nil so should we just call it an old traffic penalty? Um, yeah yeah the usual yeah yeah well like, exactly well, I, I just think um a bit of siege mentality might be a bad thing in the long run we had it under George. We had it under Arsene in the early days. And a bit of siege mentality mightn't be a bad thing. So, you know, let's take the point and move on, you know? Absolutely. I think the pressure we put on Newcastle in the last five, ten minutes there shows the hunger that's in that side, you know. They, they go out expecting to win now, you know, and even the fans feel it, you know, which is it's a great feeling, you know. And it's good. Yeah, one it's, more point. I don't, I don't know whether people remember in 97, 98. Uh, early early doors in the season around October I remember being I was actually at Bohemians and I was watching Arsenal and Villa at half time and that Paul Scholes doppelganger uh, what was his name Paul Dorkin the referee yeah Paul Dorkin kind of went oh, that can't be and he put his hands on the referee's chest and he was red carded and we got a nil all draw against Villa you know we should be used to that the younger supporters don't remember that. We should be used to that. And what we've got to do now is turn that into a positive and say, yeah. you know, we're the Arsenal. We're on the move again. Nobody likes it, but we're just going to keep on the move, you know? That's the way it's got to be. And I think that's what everyone's agreeing with at the moment, aren't they? No one's really too downhearted. We're like, right, let's let's just shake it shake it off and go again. Right. So, well, and I saw something on the track, Brandon, the other night saying we need three new attackers. Well, the, one, the, the one thing the one thing I will bring up is that um, Arteta has been taken off his centre forward on 70 minutes all season mm. and Eddie Nketiah has now played three 90 minutes on the trot yeah. 
because there's nobody else to to nobody bring else. on. So yeah. we do need something there. We don't need three because, No, of course not. But like it, everyone knows, he's looking for a winger. I think we need a centre forward, obviously as well. I think Martinelli's going to be. I think Martinelli's going to be your solution there. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Even yeah. Balogun's on fire for um Balogun is Balogun's gone for the season, you know. Um yeah, he's he won't they won't call him back because he's doing too well. Yeah. He's flying though, isn't he? But whoever you bring whoever you bring in, whoever you bring in is gonna only stifle him next season because we, we pay fifty yeah. million for a striker. You bring Balogun yeah, back, he's, he's, he's him, further yeah. down the pecking order. So Balogun is your thirty million signing striker next season, folks. hundred percent, hundred percent. If you get Smith Rowe back. Who's, who's back in training now? Martinelli can push central. I'm, I'm all yeah, for yeah. playing Martinelli as a striker. He can head the ball as well. Oh, I get. He, he, can, get do he, he can, can do it. He can do it. We but, saw against no. Brighton that fourth goal he scored. The way he can run at players, he's not afraid. He's got. He's he's bullish as well, isn't he? There's yeah. a bit of fight mm. about the lad as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're all strong. They're all they're all strong yeah. up top. Even Saka has 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 meted up and. Yeah. You know, Martinelli and Saka are a lot stronger yeah. than they were a couple of years ago. So. Big time. Yeah. And I think the last couple of seasons has grown them as players. You know they're not, yeah. but they're not sulking. They're just getting on with them. You know they miss yeah, one chance, at, head up. Yeah, you look at like that that sack a little nudge on Declan Rice. Declan Rice is twice the size of him. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Like not him well off. So like as he yeah. said, they're, they're not, they're not boys anymore. Taking seven points from three games in seven days, seven eight days. That's you know you would have. Bitten anyone's arm off after that six week World Cup break, wouldn't you? So, yeah. you know, when you can, I think everyone's dropping points left, right, and center now, aren't they? In the last, I, I, just, I, I just wish, and I think Carl shares my view on this. I just wish people had stopped thinking that football is like a game of FIFA manager and that every time we drop a couple of points, we need to spend 200 million yeah. on FIFA. And if the owners don't do well, then they're not stepping up to the plate. Sweet Jesus, we've spent so much time burning the house down and rebuilding it. Would you like yeah. another club to come in for Martinelli? No. Would you like another club to come in for Smith Rowe? No. Would you like another club to come in from Sackett? No. We have them. We I, have them. And everybody forgetting about Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe was almost back to full fitness, and he is a serious player. And yeah. he gives yeah. us loads of different options and loads of different options. scorer last season. Yeah, I have you know, Aiden. I've got football manager 23 for Christmas, and I've <laughs> just won the Champions League with Eddie and Ketchy as my reserve. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, so, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, Ozzy, 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 was it 2023 or 1923? Arsenal are smoking a pipe, and here they are. Champions League with Eddie and Ketty as backup, and I'm sticking by that. I'll strength for the midfield, actually. I'll strength for I've got a Pato replacement. I always say we've got, but I've got a Pato. Good man, good man. I can see um, Ozzy one of those clappers in his hands. There you go. Ten years' time, I'll be on that on that bench. You, you, ever, see the, the, you ever see the Harry Enfield and Chum sketch? Uh, Arsenal 1930s versus Liverpool 1988. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look it up on YouTube. Like uh, Arsenal are smoking pipes, and here's Charles Charles with the ball. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's the no, ball. I know what you're on about now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and John Barnes is running around, and uh, yeah, yeah, we um, so look, um, <laughs> we know, um, we know what we're doing. 
Yeah, it, it was definitely look a point gain more than a point dropped. I think we'll all agree from Tuesday. Well, two points um, well yeah, <laughs> point gain. I would have loved to win, but look, there we go. <laughs> no, no, um, I, I disagree. I don't think it was a point gain. I think it was two points dropped. But the reality is, you're going to get games where you drop two points. And as I said on the show the other day, when it comes to that, if it's not going your way and it doesn't go with like hampers and roses. If you're not going to win the game, don't lose don't it. Don't lose yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the name of the game, isn't it? Yeah. If you can't win it, don't lose it. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see, before we move on to the preview of the Oxford game, I would have liked to see him bring on Fabio Vieira. I think he might have added something. It's a very good point. It's a very you good know, point. I think he's got a creative spark in him that he could have, you know. I think where Arteta is afraid there, I don't think he sees him as he's built enough for that he needs to bulk up, doesn't he? Bulk up, yeah. yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the point I was going to make. I think, I think Newcastle were so physically robust. Yeah. That, I mean, the, the the person you would have brought him on for would have been Odegaard. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, your man of the match, Eamon, on Tuesday. Zinchenko. Let's go, Joe. Zinchenko was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was the, he was non-stop in possession, non-stop movement. Um, he tried his he you know he was trying to do what he normally does, even though he was facing a brick wall. And I thought he was uh, I thought he was exceptional. You know, even Gary Neville Jordan, the postmaster, was giving him praise the way he moves about the pitch. Yeah, which is it's rare you see Neville ever give him as anything. Um, Brandon, your man of the match, uh, Thomas Party. Yeah, oh, it was absolutely immense. Good choice. Absolutely immense. Really, really good from the first minute to the last minute. Good choice. Good choice. Just, just really, really good. He's improving game on game, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He's, he's not. It, my my biggest cr- criticism of him was uh, was his passing. Like it, his passing was very wayward a lot a lot yeah. of the time, but that seems to have really he, he's really nailed it and. You don't see too many wayward passes coming from him anymore. So that's that that's something I'm I'm really happy about. So I think he did send a wayward shot <laughs> over the bar, didn't he? The one well, that's the you know, there's quite a few, <laughs> we, there's we quite a few on that, that list, I think. I, I, I don't think he's put a foot wrong really this season, but him and set him, himself and Jackie in the midfield. If Declan Rice was in our squad at the moment, he wouldn't get into the team. Because the yeah. only place Declan Rice can play is where Thomas Party plays, and he can't yeah. do that job. Mm. And that that's a compliment in itself, Eamon, the way yeah, Rice is played, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, Ozzy, your man in the match from Chelsea? That's one different. I'm going to go Gabriel. I thought he yeah. was solid. Yeah, as well, yeah. I yeah. He was yeah. Solid. And he dealt with Almiron. Callum Wilson's a tricky player, as we said. I don't think he did very well. But I thought he dealt with whatever thrown at him, I thought he dealt with really well. Um, so yeah, yeah, gave Gabriel for me, Warrior, um, in that game, as I think they called him. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably give it to um, Eddie and Ketty and myself for just constantly trying, you know, and that chance at the end, if that touch to kill the ball, <clears> and he was just very unlucky that it didn't any night any other game, he probably, probably would have went into for a corner. Yeah, but those just those three games that he's played since the restart, I think there's a different there's a different player there I've seen than the first half of the season. Yeah, yeah. He stepped up, has he? Yeah. Here's a thought. Here's a thought, Jonathan. Right, we picked four different players from 
you know, a stalemate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> normally, normally, if it was a stalemate, you'd be saying, "Well, did anybody stand out?" Yeah. Yeah. Brendan, Brendan, Brendan thinks uh, r- quite rightly Thomas Party stood out. I think Zinchenko stood out. You know, uh, Ozzy thinks Gabriel stood out, and you think Eddie and Kathy stood out. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You know. Well, nobody's, no one's playing bad across, no. you know, for the last yeah. number of games. Yeah. Th- there hasn't been a bad player on, on, on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, which is a great credit to all of them. Yeah. 100%. yeah. And that's why they're top of the table. Right. And the passion that Arteta showed at the very end for that could have been. Absolutely love it. I, I love this. I love this, you know, and even getting in front of Eddie Howe now. <laughs> I would have loved him to see him give him a. Smart. Yeah, like said, this is our this is our house, so he can yeah. do what he wants. So you know, the crowd is well behind him now. You know, the, the crowd yeah. is behind Arteta now. They believe. You know, you can see that the, the, uh, this big name manager Malarkey, whoever mentioned that earlier, <laughs> I'm looking at him. Having a clue, Jonathan. Having a clue, Bill. We haven't heard Damon saying his favourite catchphrase yet, has he? <laughs> ah, it, it, will, it will come out. It will come out. Um, that draw left leaves us top uh, with 17 played, 14 wins, two draws, one defeat, 40 scored and 14 conceded, which is brilliant. We're second with the most clean sheets just behind Nick Pope. In, uh, Ramsdale has eight and Pope has ten at the moment. Uh, and 60, what, sorry, 44 points, eight clear as it stands at the moment. Is it still nil all lads between um City and Chelsea? I think no it idea. is. I'll let, I'll let yeah. you know. I'm just looking now. Bear with me. I feel like Chris Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So the Chelsea's ours. There nil nil over in Ireland as well, Carl. Is it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> what the time difference? I didn't know. I'll, I'll tell you what, lads. I'll let you know when it goes in. So you, so, yeah. so you get ahead of yourself. Five minutes later, we can get it in black and white. And for, and, for, and for all the listeners, Brendan is in Ireland. Just to say that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in Dublin. So uh, I'll let you know if I score. You can stick a bet on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and glad we got that cleared up. Both sides of the water, it's nil all, folks. Are you listening? <laughs> um, just in case Ozzy's putting a fast one on us, it is nil all. <laughs> um, so the next game, of course, in the league for us is against the Phils, uh, Spores themselves. No, we don't um, use that term, we don't use that term on this show. <laughs> no, no, we don't, we don't. You know, I've, I've said this before, <laughs> we're, we're an adult show, and um, we can't stand it. I don't know, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> No, I can't stand. I can't stand it, but I don't. I don't like that term. I, I just don't like it. You know, <laughs> it's the Filled FC. They're called. No, it's not the Filled FC. The Filled <laughs> FC in another era could be Man United. You know, I mean, it's it's. I it's know it's no with respect. Uh, yeah, it's it's right. immature. It's a uh, decline. It's, it's seven sisters. <laughs> seven sisters FC. We hate them. We know that. Brandon, I don't like. Yeah. I don't like anybody. I don't know. No, it's, Brendan. That, that will be a tough Brendan. game. Made it twenty-four. We go around quite arrogantly, in my view, like thinking that we have class. And we do. Well, if we have class, don't lower ourselves to that tone. <laughs> Seriously. I'm with you, Aiden. I never call them that anyway. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I think the host of the show needs um, admonishment over that. And probably you need to suspend yourself. 
right? I can safely say Eamon has walked into the sixth red card of his time on this. I don't know what the suspension is, Brendan. What's I think that? it's a week on Spike Island or something. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It could be Warders getting out this one. <laughs> um, no, um, we played Tottenham Hotspur to pronounce <laughs> That will be a tough game. And if, in, don't worry about that. That's next week's show. I can see Hardy can't get in a hat trick. <laughs> Um, no, it's 3 0 written all over stars, and so uh, we let that out. We'll discuss that next week. Um, I don't want to predict anything on that one. <laughs> uh, we move on to the FA Cup, so uh, which is coming up on Monday night. Um, uh, as I said, Oxford United away, uh, eight o'clock live on ITV. The last time we played them was. Uh, February 2003 when Bearcamp scored and a McNiven OG it was Bearcamp's under goal for us that day um, it'd be interesting as as he said the lineup for that one on Monday I, I, I take it that a lot of the fringe players will get a run out in this one um, so, yeah. how do you see it going as he um, it's yeah. tough every cup can always be tricky yeah yeah, it'd be interesting to see Clayton Foden. I think we'll, we'll see we'll see our uh, League Cup side, won't we? So we're going to see the likes of Vieira, Marquinhos. I quite like watching Marquinhos. I quite, mm-hmm. quite, he's quite a fun player to watch, isn't he? Um, Rob Holding will come out. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing Matty Turner in goal as well. I think he's fit now, isn't he? So yeah. uh, Matty yeah. Turner, he had a cracking World Cup um, as a backup reserve keeper. I think Matty Turner's doing... Um, you know, I think that World Cup done in world of good. I don't, don't know how long we'll actually keep him, you know, because of that. But um, but yeah, no, Oxford United, you know, they um, they lost, I think, to Exeter in their last game when I checked on there. I did I did a bit of research actually on Oxford United at you, you got in for League One. They've got um, an ex tail end Marcus McGrain playing for him in centre midfield. Hey. Yeah, he's age 23. He's from Hayland. He left Arsenal in 2018 to go to Barcelona. I was about to say that he was in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so he's playing in centre, he plays in centre of his Carl, Carl, Carl. It's Maguan. It's Maguire. Come on, come on. I'm from the over the water. It's Marcus Maguire, mate. He's got five. Marcus. It's not Kevin Moran. It's Kevin Moran. I'm just calling Marcus. Look what you've done now. Look what you've started. Yeah, look, I've done a bit of research, and this is how I get treated. Not enough research. Research in the wrong things. <laughs> get, your, get your pronunciation right. Well, anyway, Marcus, he um he joined Barcelona in 2018 from Arsenal. Um, he's one of the many signings that Nottingham Forest have on their books at the moment. And um, yeah, he um yeah he uh yeah he's played 30 games a season for Oxford, and he's one of their better players. So it'll be interesting to see. At least at least we get a bit of interest from Arsenal fans to see. Cause it's big when he left Arsenal. I remember it being a massive um Barcelona have stolen one of our future stars. Yeah. And yeah. it never really materialised for him. Um, but other than that, they've got they've got a, a got a chap on loan, Lewis Bate from Leeds, um, his former Chelsea player, and uh, Matty Taylor plays up front for him. He's a bit of a journeyman of the lower leagues. Yeah, he scored he's twenty good. scored twenty goals and thirty seven appearances. So I did a bit of research on these because I oh, knew impressive. absolutely nothing about Oxford up until two days ago. So Google's been my friend. Uh, yeah, look, I think so we'll see. Got a, a decent keeper, Freddie Woodman. Is that his name, Freddie Woodman? Freddie Woodman. He, 
I don't know if it's where you say he hasn't yeah. played there for playing McGinty. Actually, he could have been have played I said that right, McGinty? Have I said McGinty? Right? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just worried about saying any names now. That's um, the ground. <laughs> the same stadium as the ground where there's no sand on one end. Isn't this? You look into a car park, I think, down one end of it, if I'm sure, if I'm right. So... <laughs> yeah, so, so look, I think, you, you know, it's, it's a cup game. I'm expecting an Arsenal win. It's on a Monday night. I think that's a <laughs> it's, it's Monday night, isn't it? Eight o'clock, is yeah. it? Yeah. Um, That's terrible for away fans because I think that would have been a cracking away fixture in, in Oxford. There's a Oxford train would have been, well, yeah. Is, uh, Oxford would have been a cracking <laughs> day out. But, um, but yeah, I'm going, look, I'm, I'm going to give my prediction now and I'll shut up now if I put my foot in anymore. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think a 3-0, I'm going 3-0 win to Arsenal. I'm expecting, I'm expecting us to put a good performance in and get through to the next round. Can we get that surname again? I, I missed, I didn't hear his name. <laughs> Marcus McGuan. Thank, thank you, thank you. Marcus. <laughs> um, Marcus, are you listening? Uh, we got your name there. <laughs> uh, Eamon, how do you see the game going? Do you see French players there? It's a must, really, isn't it? Look, I, I think that the, the lineup will be what it is. I'm not. I'm not sure Matt Turner will play and go, um, because Ramsdale is minding that hamstring, and it just might be a situation where they might bring the young Estonian lad in. You know. Um, he, he, he's, he is a very good goalkeeper, folks. Watch out yeah. for him. He's a very, very good goalkeeper. But it'll be along the lines of kind of Europa League, Stroke, Carabao Cup kind of uh, lineup. Uh, we'll win the game 3 or 4 1, I think. Uh, the only thing is, it's on ITV. I'm not sure how to get ITV anymore. We used to get UTV, you know, also television. Um, and Jonathan, whatever his name was, would introduce Coronation Street, you know, and all that type of stuff. But the fact, the fact that it's on at eight o'clock on ITV for a certain individual close to this show must be so frustrating, <laughs> Deirdre. Put a sock in it, Barlow. Um, ITV, I don't think you even have ITV. Um, but look, I, I think we should I, look. This game is going to be won, and it's going to be won three or four one. Um, the the difference between the leagues now is so wide, you know. I remember we went to Blackpool a couple of years ago. Yeah, people thought it might have been a banana skin. I think Joe Willock scored a couple of goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was, well. he was good the other night, by the way. Um, uh, but uh, no, the, the, this let's just get the game over and get done and get prepared for the North London Derby. I yeah. don't think like any shocks a la Wrexham, uh, January 1992, <laughs> I don't think that, you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was in my preparation for the show, Carl, was watching that game. <laughs> Jason, that doesn't put the markers on it. No, no, what doesn't? <laughs> but we look, we have a very proud tradition in the FA Cup, and we were all a bit pissed off about how we went out the forest last year. Yeah. So I think let's what you got to do in that competition is you go with the draw. This draw is being kind to us. You go and win that game. If you get Man United in the next uh, round, you pick your team accordingly. You know, so look, yeah. um, just let's uh, let's get it done. You know. Yeah, it's a great it's it's a great cup competition. I always love it when it comes around every year. You know. Well, um, what I do what I do know about Oxford is, and I'll finish on this. Um, when I start following football first, Oxford United's mainstay in 1970 was uh, Big Ron Atkinson. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Brendan Boyle type centre half, uncompromising. 
right? <laughs> okay. And then if you move, if you if you move if you moved into the the, uh, the mid eighties, they had Ray Helton and John Aldridge and Dave Langan playing for them, yeah. uh, which was a backbone of the Irish uh, Republic team that Jack Charlton took, you know. And they done us three 0 in the in the, I can't remember where they played the Manorground or something or whatever it was. And um, they done yeah. us three 0 in the league that year. They, they they were top flight. Um, but one of my favourite all time Arsenal players. Uh, and I think Brendan would resonate with this as well. Um, comes from Oxford, even though he's of Irish descent, and that's Martin Keown. Well, that's true. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I think that's worth a Dublin Arsenal fan pack there, Eamon. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to get me. I'm going to have to get me anorak now. You know. Yeah, Talk, talking um, about talking about Anorak, so I, I was actually at that game in the 80s, aiming at we got beat 3 0. And in, in, Oxford. Actually, in Oxford, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they had to win to avoid relegation, yeah. And it was one of the most inept refereeing performances I've ever seen. <laughs> and they absolutely hockeyed us, yeah. And that was a team with like Viv Anderson was playing, I remember Charlie Nicholas, yeah, all yeah. these type of players, yeah. And only one last game of the last game of the season. Yeah. They beat three 0 and it was yeah. just yeah. unbelievable stuff. But so it can happen. But yeah, the match with the cup, isn't it? And we've been yeah. involved in few shocks as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I can't you know, I I think I, I think this squad is made of, of different stuff. So yeah. um Yeah. Even the backup team have yeah. got that well, same mentality. Yeah, you know, I think you see, you yeah. see it when the, when the guys when the guys come in. There's and I don't think I think he'll play a relatively strong side. I think he'll have a few on the on the bench like young yeah. kids. But <sighs> I, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a surprisingly strong side. Um, even even with those guys that come in that are squad players, make it a very very strong side. Yeah. So yeah, can't well, can't. Then, can't the more Europa to... League side than Carabao Cup type of thing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, the prediction is for for Aussie for Aussie's ears. The prediction is um, Oxford United's goal will be like the the, the Super Bowl. McWayne, McWayne, <laughs> Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you should, you should have heard it when Henry joined us, mate. It was Teddy Terry Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Henry. Terry Henry. Terry Henry. Yeah. I. I Vaguely, to be honest, I vaguely remember that 2000. I don't think that was even televised that game. Well, we struggled even in that game. That was a hybrid. They played well that day, Oxford as well. Ah, but they were in a higher league then. It's, it's, no, they were still in the same league. They were in League One. Oh, the, the, Jonathan, the, the, the distance between the Don't leagues. argue with me, Eamon. Oh, I know. No, 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 no. If everybody <laughs> listens to me, Jonathan, everything will be okay. <laughs> what I'm saying I'm is that. drinking that, Sherry. It the, way the, the way the wealth of the game is gone, the distance yeah. between the leagues now is huge. Yeah, it's huge. You know. Do you remember that tennis bear camp goal that day? I remember every tennis bear camp goal. <laughs> give you, give remember? you a bit, give you a bit of perspective. I went to the FA Trophy game, didn't I? Arsenal under twenty ones versus Northampton Town's first team. Yeah, you were saying yeah. that. Yeah. And North, uh, Arsenal won that. Um, so Ethan Nwiri yeah. came on actually, um, and and uh, although Northampton did play a few youngsters, 
Um, they, it was their first team that started, and, and and to be honest with you, Arsenal ran riot when they brought their actually they actually played their under 18s um, and brought a few of their under 21 stars on the second half, and that's what won it won the game for Arsenal. So I think that shows the level, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're miles, they're miles ahead, aren't they? And Weirdy's a good player, though. I'd like to see him. I hope he might get a run out actually on Monday. Yeah, there's a there's something in that, lads. Um, so we're all going for a, an away victory, lads. And that one, um, yeah. can't see anything, but yeah, you can only see a comfortable away win. But I said that last year against Forrest and <laughs> Grabham got the goal. <laughs> well, Forrest were a team on the way to the Premiership, but there's a difference, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we we didn't know that at the time though, did we? No, they didn't sign twenty three players neither. Then, <laughs> um, no, Forrest Forrest away win last night as well. Fair play to Cooper; he's a good manager. I like him. Hmm. Um, um, uh, whether they stay up is another thing, but they're given they've given themselves a fighting chance. Um, uh, and I suppose. Um, He's not quite as good looking as Mickey Arteta, though. <laughs> He's got, got the hair for it. Great set of teeth. Yeah. Um, it's a cracking smile on him. <laughs> the Fucking lazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's better on Radio 5 Live than Sky. Just <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's an advert for new teeth in Turkey, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, Ozzy wants a hair transplant from I'll, Turkey. I'll take, I'll take one of them. I'm still waiting for the sponsorship. These don't come out in your kebab. Yeah. <laughs> Ozzy says he's a cross between the two last night. What, <laughs> on YouTube? I'm just talking about the transfer thing. Look, if you put a 15 minute YouTube <laughs> of a player, they're yeah. going to look, look half decent. Like I say, I look like I look like Perlo with the, with the build of James Corden. Yeah. If you put a 15 minute video in me, I was a fair player in my day as well. Some people watch this, I was. Uh, uh, I definitely cool. can't see the Perlo look to tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> everything else. Ozzy, I, 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 I think you're more Merlo than Perlo. <laughs> oh, dear. Ozzy, you're getting slaughtered tonight, mate. John, John, what do I need to do to get sacked, mate? Just tell me. I'll say it. Let's keep going you're, on you and I are going to have a pint to bet and discuss that there at the Man United game. You know? How do we get sacked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, you look like more Murdo than Another cracker from Eamon, I have to say. There you go. Man of the match of forms again from Eamon. Can't beat it. In terms of uh, Modric briefly, lads, um, can you see us meeting their unrealistic valuation of 85 million, or do you think they'll? Bargain, we can bargain them down to a realistic fee, Brandon. It's a, it's a, it's a strange one. I, I absolutely, I, I love him. I, from what I've seen, I'm just. I was watching the Celtic game, and there was a buzz that went around the crowd every time he got the ball. Yeah, he just looks like the most exciting prospect in European football, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but Arteta wanted Martinez in the summer, and the bidding went over what Arsenal wanted to pay and Arsenal stepped away. Now, Chelsea, I think, are just coming in playing silly buggers. I think Mudrick has made it clear where he wants to go. He's posting stuff up every day. So I think Arsenal will come to an agreement. Obviously, we're not party to what they're 
talking about all the time and the format of of this agreement. But I think Arsenal will get it sorted and and I think he'll be an Arsenal player one way or the other, even if he has to turn around and put in a transfer request, which I don't know if they exist anymore. But um, he's made it clear where he wants to play. You know, you could see you could see him in the stands at Oxford United on Monday, <laughs> the way things are going. Like um, it's one of the best grounds he's been in <laughs> for <Yeah>. a long while. <laughs> You could go the same way, uh, Sergio Brandon, as Fernandez, that Argentinian that he's refused to play for Benfica, and it looks like he's on his way to Chelsea now. You know, ridiculous money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's a hundred odd million, isn't it, for him? And and they've and they've already they bought this guy today for for thirty five million. Badashide of Monaco. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's money added now, aren't they? Yeah, and I'm like. It, it shouldn't be, well, you know, but I was saying about financial fair play earlier, yeah. and no, it doesn't really exist, but I think it actually does exist in some sort of format. So you can't just be going, going around spending 35 million, 100 million there, and then the guts of another 180 million yeah. plus 90 million on Mudrick. Just, it's not going to happen. I think they're just going around acting a maggot and trying to get Arsenal Obsessed. to pay more, more money than they really want to. Yeah. But, you know, I think. They might be barking up the wrong tree with Arsenal. I don't think we're going to do it. So, yeah. um, but I still think an agreement will be made with him anyway. Not so sure about Felix, but who's um, also being talked about. But yeah, we we'll wait and see. Eamon, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a slightly different view on Brendan. I don't know how to say he's the most exciting thing when you watch him against Celtic. I mean, Bohemians <laughs> will put up the Celtic. Let's get real. Let's get real. <laughs> Right. From you watch him come back to me on that one, Eamon. He's played 51st team games, and I think it would be outright reckless of the club, reckless of the club to pay 80 million for that. Because we'll all be here then when the summer comes in. Oh, the FIFA manager season is back. Why don't we get 40 million for this body, 40 million for that body, and 30 million for the other body? Because you spend 80 million on this guy, but you don't even know what he's like. Yeah. So I think it sets a perspective in these. He might be brilliant. He might be which brilliant. Is what, which is what I sort of said, to be fair. No, you didn't actually. Um, no, 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 you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said I don't think we're going to pay over the odds for him. Um, okay, so let's I think look we at have Chelsea. a price in our heads and that's what we'll go it, with. It, 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 it is a distinct possibility, if you listen to, Mr. listen to Mr. Ornstein, right, that Chelsea won't go near Fernandez, and they'll pay over the odds for Mudrick. Now, if that happens... Will we not all melt down? Because that's what Chelsea do. They did it with Juan Mata in 2011. He was our player. They do it because they're reckless. And they do it because financial fair play. They're, they're operating on a trading loss every year. They have no support base. So FFP doesn't exist when it comes to Chelsea. It doesn't exist when it comes to Man City. It's all of a sudden existed when it comes to Barcelona because they were so blatant with the bloody thing. And it was glaringly mm. obvious. My prediction is that the lad will probably come to Arsenal for somewhere around 55 million plus add-ons. But if it's over that, I think we just got to forget about him. And I think I think Edu and Arteta, uh, more so Edu because Arteta is not involved in transfers. He's the first team coach, right? First team manager. Um, have been much more astute in the last couple of windows than, say, 
um, contact book Ron Sanyali paying 72 million for Nicolas Pepe, don't forget. Yeah. That we still haven't, we still haven't paid off yet. So, so, so I think, um, uh, the, and, and the Joao Felix thing, um, I've been paying 20 million quid for five or six months. But nobody, so, nobody, even United turned around and said they wouldn't pay that. <clears throat> well, can, can I ask the question? Why isn't he playing for this, this current club? Because they don't think he's good enough. They're not playing exactly. the style of football. They're not staying, playing the style of football for him. Exactly. They're not playing the style of football for him. If he's that good, he'd be out of playing. Ah, uh, well, I was playing. If you're a midfield player, you get on the ball and you... you... I'm glad he's cracked up there. I mean, it's This is the thing that got me, because John Felix didn't look great to me in the World Cup. Imagine paying 20 million quid out for a guy for five months who can't even get into the team he's playing for. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Wages are big as well. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to. It's not going to happen at, at, that, at those rates. You might, you might get him for a, a few million and then pay his wages. And for and the last thing I'll say on it, like I'm not going to mention the Vlahovic word. The difference of Mudrić and Mudrić and Vlahovic is Mudrić wants to come to the club. Vlahovic yeah. never wanted to come to the club. You know, <laughs> um, he never wanted to come to the club. He made that clear. You know. This lad no, does want to come to the club. He, he did want to at one oh, stage. It was very no, early. Vlavic never wanted to come to the club. He, yeah, he did. He, wanted, name, he did. Jonathan, he wanted to go to Juventus. He, wants, he wanted to go to London and it look, it didn't he, happen. He might have wanted to go to London for Hamleys to see the trains. Yeah, win, win, win the one <laughs> But, but what, I'm, what I'm saying is that just a little bit of caution here, right? If people think that we are competing with Man City money-wise or Newcastle money. We're not, right? No, no. I just remember supporters who are not old enough to remember Leeds United chasing the dream, right? And people say, oh, go chase the dream. We're in the position now, go chase the dream. Leeds United chased the dream and ended up two divisions down, had to sell all of their players because they went bankrupt. Yeah, but we know that that was sensible. But... Yeah. Yeah. As and I refer back to the uh, Martinez where we walked away from it, and that was obviously the player that he wanted. Mm. But he walked away, yeah. and that's credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, Ozzy, what do you think yourself on the transfer? Do you think we get Felix or Motrik or? Um, I'm I'm kind of with Eamon what he said there. There's the Felix, I think it's nonsense. I think if you're going to willing to pay that much money, he's going for stars. If you're doing him on a five month loan, he's going to take three months. Four yeah. months probably get used to the premiership. So actually what you're doing is just training, probably bulking someone up for that time. And by the time he's done yeah. it, we've done it a few times though, haven't we? We've done it with Dennis Dennis Suarez, was it? Or, yeah. Dennis Suarez. Yeah. yeah. We, did I remember Dennis Suarez. we did it with him as well. And it, I, I, I just don't see the point in those sort of six month loans to to, no. to, to Julio, Julio Baptista. Remember Julio Baptista we yeah. did? <coughs> awful. Awful. But, but so yeah, so for that, for, for the Madrid, it's 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 you know it's yeah, I appreciate, um, you know, people have watched him and, and they're saying he's a great player. Um, he's not probably going to affect this season as much as people think he will. He won't come straight in and hit the ground running. I think we need to appreciate that if we do bring someone in, it would probably take him a good few months to get used to the Prem. Um, as, as most players do, it's very rare. If he does, I'll eat my hat and I'll, you can figure out a fine for me or something like that. But, but yeah, no, um, you know, it's, it's um, I just I've, I've just put full trust in the club. Same I think the club, have, the club have shown that they know what they're doing. 
Um, we are the Arsenal, and we shouldn't be held to ransom, and it's as simple as that. Um, let's keep our... We talk about class, and Arsenal being a classy club, um, so let's not let people take us for a ride in, in, in professional sense as well. So, so um, <laughs> we could offer... What, what, what are you offered so far? What have you offered so far? Here we go. Ride means something different <laughs> over here. <laughs> so, so, how much have we offered for him? Because uh, if we could just stick a pound on that in typical Wenger fashion, I think that might be the end of the deal. But, uh, but yeah, why not? Nobody why not? knows. That's what I was saying. No one knows. No, exactly. Just leave it to the club. Let them deal with it. And uh, I'm sure. I'm sure that they haven't only got one guy in mind. You know? No, of course not. They'll have a list, won't they? We saw that on the documentary, didn't we? That they had a list, yeah, priority list, and they had it, they had it numbered off. We could see that in the documentary. That's what they're doing. So there is going to be a, a second, third, fourth choice. Uh, there was there was some talk about some Mexican guy today, some Mexican winger. Um, Don't ask never... me to pronounce his name, mate. <laughs> I'm not even going there. <laughs> Alejandro. Oh, Del... <laughs> no, Edu hasn't. Over the last couple of transfer windows, it's safe to say, uh, we've said it before in previous uh, episodes, um, we haven't got many of the transfer business wrong in the last season or two. You know, they've been handpicked. You can see that. And I'm sure there's a, we'll get a bargain from somewhere. We won't, definitely won't be held to ransom on that one. Like 85 million for an untried player in Europe, you know. It's well, just please, Jonathan, can you put an appeal out to all our listeners, um, all five of them, uh, and no, if we don't get Mudrick, stop the meltdown. Like we're we're when you think about it, we're we're in a position where it's ours to lose now the league title. <laughs> it's if, only if, it's if, only if, going if, one if, way. We can't. Be, only going one way, way lads. Yeah, but you could and lose it. You, 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 you could lose it by spending. <laughs> you could lose it by spending ninety million on some mug who can't adopt to the Premiership. You know. Yeah, yes. Look, here, look, Eamon. Look what. Look at the transfer. The seventy-two million pound we wasted on Pepe. Are we ready to to spend more? And hopefully, not in another pair of you know. We can, I, can I just add? Look, if, if if he signs for Chelsea, do you remember the meltdown the Liverpool fans had over Timo Werner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at it like that. <laughs> Timo Werner was the hottest prospect in Europe, mm. playing in the German league. He came to Chelsea. They overpaid for him over Liverpool. Yeah. Snapped him off their hands, and look what happened to him. He went yeah. back. So who knows what will happen with him? Let's see. Let's I think it. if if anything, if he does come to us, he's got a great friend in Zinchenko there yeah. at Arsenal. You know, and he thinks really highly of him. So and, and Zinchenko's wife. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a win-win situation there. There's a soap opera in this. <laughs> um, Bobby Ewing is going to come without a shirt. Morning. <laughs> right, lads, are we done? We watch the yeah, we are, aren't we? Nil-nil at the bridge. Yeah, half time. I'm gonna put a bet on. It's still on at half time between Chelsea and City, so fingers crossed that says the same for the next 45 minutes. Um, it's been a good game. Pep Guardiola said they'll have to play 100% in every game now to overtake us. <laughs> There's the mockers on it already. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, look, uh, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Um, that's Brandon's last uh, appearance on the show. Uh, comment like that. <laughs> I'm banned now as well. 
Um, I'd just like to say before we wrap up, lads, um, I'd like to dedicate the show, like I've done in the last two, to the D15 Suicide Awareness and to Aware.ie uh, here. And if Ozzy'd like to mention any charities from the UK anytime during the show that you'd feel like a pro that's appropriate and you'd like to air feel free to Ozzy. That's great. No, um, thank you. I'll keep some in mind. I think it's always nice to mention um, any sort of charity, you know, uh, that's close to people. So um, there are the two charities there for us. Um, thanks to Eamon, Brendan and Carl as always. And um, we'll be back next Tuesday to review the Oxford game and then to the big North London Derby that Sunday against Tottenham Hotspur. So um, until then, let's have a good week and thanks for listening. Come on, you guys. Come on, you're going to slung a <laughs> I'm going to hit stop now, mate.